Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 59 of the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. It has gone so quickly. We're nearly at our year anniversary. We've got a lot of new listeners recently. So if you are new here, thank you for joining us. I hope, uh, I hope you enjoy what you've heard so far and you can be part of the journey as we go forward and try to unpack and uncover all the elements of business strategy, marketing strategy, and the, the overarching entrepreneurial journey so we can all learn and grow together and take something forward that we can really we can really action. And so even on this podcast, we're trying all the time to do things like A-B testing, to review things, to see if we can make stuff better. And of course, we can make so many things better. So for example, testing out different microphones, testing out different studio settings when we've actually got a guest uh, coming on, or using different types of video, different types of setting. And it made me think, how do you review stuff before you make a change? So when you work in a big business, you know, a corporate or, or any kind of business really, I guess, hopefully you're making changes based on a review of what's happened previously. So when you're looking at forecasting, for example, you would forecast based on nine months of actuals and three months of forecast. You can obviously change that looking forward if you're looking at a year, two year, whatever. But if you're going to forecast accurately and you're going to make changes based on what's actually happening in your business, you want as much real life data as possible. So it feels at the moment like 2023 has gone really quickly. We're recording this on the 24th of November. So people are already in that phase of slowing down for Christmas, but also I'm hearing a lot of, a lot of people talk about how they're going to smash 2024, how they're really going to step their business up next year. And they're telling me about all these amazing trends they're going to work on, or they're asking us for specialist strategies they can use in their business or take their marketing to another level. And what I wanted to do was take you through how I review my year before you then start making changes into the next sort of quarter and beyond. I'm a big believer in the power of reflection. So before we look forward, we want to plan the strategy based on how we've done this year, what's happened. And so I'm going to talk you through how I do that in this episode, how I would do it in our business, how we would do it for other people and how we did it in uh, my previous roles in big and medium-sized businesses. Because I think it's really interesting to understand how you can actually look at your business now and then how you can make changes next year that's not just on trend. It's not just things that are you think are going to work. It's stuff that's actually beneficial. So the first thing we can all do is reconnect with the bigger picture. So I've literally just spoken to a business owner who came across this morning um, and he was talking about how busy he's been in Q4 of 2023. But he's struggling with his why. He's like, I've got so much going on, we're doing well. You know, 2024 is already looking pretty busy, but he's starting to struggle with the why of what he's doing. He's selling a lot of his time for money. He's really hustling. And it's like, he, he's explaining to me, you know, he's losing sight of what he's doing it for. Why is he doing this? He's selling his time and therefore he's struggling to spend the money he's making or to grow the business. So the biggest thing that I always do towards the end of the year, regardless of if I'm in my own business or in my previous life, you know, in, in the corporate world, I would always try around this time of year, November, early December, to try to reconnect with the bigger picture. So we start with values. Like what are the values that you live by? What are you actually doing this for? Is there a reason that you want to help that kind of person or provide this kind of service? What, what values do you live by? So do you want to give back? Do you want to help your business to, to grow in a way that is purely to, to serve a kind of person or a kind of business? And what are the values that you actually can stand by and say, my business does this, 
I have done this this year. In 2023, I was able to impact people in this way. For example, people always talk about how they give back, you know, how, they, how their business and the money they make, they're able to help people in need. But a lot of the time, what they're actually doing is just, you know, um, talking about it, using it in their marketing. They're talking about corporate social, res social responsibility, CSR. They're planting trees for every transaction. That's something that we do. But how are you actually impacting people? How are you actually showing that your service and what you stand for is benefiting the person that you want to serve? So it's really important to reconnect with that, your values and your impact. Ultimately, why? Why are you doing this? What is the point? Why did you start your own business? Because I can almost guarantee it's not because you just wanted to do something for the money. You know, you might have wanted to become your own boss. You might have wanted more, more time, probably more impact, probably to find your purpose or to reach towards your purpose. This is a great time of year to do that. Going into the festive period, being like, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I'm going to deliver this strategy for 2024 and beyond. And then the second part of that is reconnect actually with your audience. So hopefully by now you're building a personal brand. You know, you're, you're choosing a social platform. You're connecting with people in person. You're becoming that authority in what you're doing. And you've got that audience, probably previous clients, maybe prospective clients. You've probably got people who are watching you in the, in the, you know, the shadows. They like what you're doing, but they're not interacting with you yet. So how can you connect with those people? Ask them questions. You know, maybe you can do an online Christmas event. Maybe you can send them a free gift or maybe some email sort of nurture that's towards actually helping, actually connecting with them. That's something that I really like to do. And we've done almost for every quarter. People that we've worked with, we've said, thank you for working with us this quarter. You've helped us achieve this. You've helped us impact this. We're reconnecting with the people we've worked with, the audience that we're building, and actually now we're talking about the why we're actually doing this. You know, what's the point in all of this? What's the bigger meaning? And so when we speak to business owners like the one this morning, I think it's really helpful to think about what made you start and where are you going? Because if you've got that 10-year picture, that moonshot of where you want to get to, it becomes a lot easier to go, oh yeah, that was my bigger picture. That's what I wanted to do. Maybe I'm being sidetracked by other things. Just fine. Obviously, it's a messy, a messy journey. But why can't you think now for this couple of weeks? Why do you do this? Because if you can reconnect to this, it makes your strategy for 2024 a lot easier. And the second thing that I like to do this time of year is review how your business is reflecting your personal values, your personal impact, and the reconnection that you made with your audience when you've spoken to them. How is your business actually going to reflect the things that you've just come up with? So if you're sat there thinking, these are my values, this is the impact that I've already had this year, this is the impact I want to have next year, how can your business implement that? So can your business take a, a different stance in their marketing or its marketing? Can you look at a business strategy that allows you to sell less time for money but still increase your revenue? I think it's really, really important to make sure that your values are aligned with your business. We hear a lot about people who turn their passion into a business. And I think that's a lot harder said than done. That's my personal opinion. Because your passion isn't necessarily gonna show you the way towards making money. You know, you can follow a passion that it might be, you know, health and fitness. And it could become really hard to actually monetize that if you haven't got the set of skills that you need. So if you can look back over 2023 and say, my business has achieved this. These are my goals. And this is who my audience is. 
becomes a really good time of year to start to try to intertwine them a bit better. Why is it important to think about the year you've just had before you look at the year you're going into? Well, it's because you can then understand the direction you're taking. You know, if you can think about where your business is going by thinking about where your business has come from, it will actually help you define the path that you should take. It might be that you thought your business was going down one path and actually you're being pushed into another direction, which is absolutely fine. Maybe it will align with your values more often. It's really, really important, I think, to not be swayed during this time because a lot of people online and probably in person are talking about their 2024. They're probably talking about a new strategy they're going to do. Like we hear people saying, I'm going to go to the gym in January. I'm really going to get fit next year. I'm going to run a marathon by, by the summer. You can easily be swayed. You can easily be, become impressionable. And it's really hard if you don't go into this festive period where you're going to spend a lot more time with people without a strategy or at least a, an understanding of what you've done this year and then the small changes you're going to make next year. And so the third thing that I like to think about this time of year when I'm reviewing my year is how every single area of the business has played a role in meeting that bigger picture. So you've just defined how the current businesses are reflecting what you've done. Now think about every single area and how, the, how the, those areas are playing a role in the bigger picture. So if you think about this in a big business, right? So you've got a massive business, thousands of employees. Break it down to a department. You might have one department which is responsible for e-commerce, for example. The e-commerce, the online sales of the business. They are going to define how their year has been based on what they've done, not the bigger business. And so you might be a solopreneur. You might have five or 10 employees. Maybe you've got 50 employees or more. Don't look at just the overall business. Look at each department. So if, even if you're a solopreneur and you're on your own here, or you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, look at the different areas that you have still had to do. You've still had to do marketing. You've still had to have operations. You've still had to make sales, and you've still had to deliver. Look at each one of those this year and try to start using these principles that we know of, like the 80-20 rule. So 20% of what you've done has probably brought 80% of the results. So why don't you stop doing some of the other stuff that you don't need to be doing? Bringing that, that bigger picture to life by focusing on the areas of business that you're already doing well. I heard a really good uh, sort of quote or, or thing last week. Someone told me, if your child, for example, is showing a lot of uh, potential in maths and they're doing much worse in English, well, usually the normal approach would be, right, we need to get them a tutor in English to bring them up. And this person I was speaking to had said, why don't you get them a tutor in maths? Because if they're already showing potential, showing talent, why do you need that baseline of everything being amazing or everything being a, you know, a, a, a 5 out of 10? Why wouldn't it be better to get something to be a 10 out of 10? It's a different approach, but I think in business, it could work very well, especially if you're, the best things you're, you're doing are the delivery or perhaps the, the sales and advertising, marketing. Which areas can you really make a difference in? So the way that we do this is look at what would you start, stop and continue? The traffic light system, very basic. But like I've always said, the biggest businesses in the world, some of the billion pound businesses that I've worked for, they do things so simply. And it's only when you're in the sort of the SME space, the startup space, scale up space, people try to make everything really complicated. They wanna sell you that magic pill. 
They want to sell you something that's going to, you know, give you overnight success. It's not going to happen because the best strategies are the simplest strategies. So what would you start, stop and continue? So for example, for me, I would definitely continue LinkedIn. We've had a lot of success on LinkedIn this year. We've got, you know, we've, we've got in front of almost half a million people, which I couldn't have done if I hadn't have picked a platform and stuck to it and found out my strategy and used storytelling. So that's been pivotal to the business. I would definitely continue LinkedIn. That's a very specific area of our marketing strategy. What would you stop? Well, I'd probably stop spending so much time in-person networking that I did towards the start of the year. Because I think if you go to in-person networking, you're gonna get some business. That's fine, you're gonna show your face, you're gonna make friends, brilliant. But the return on your time after a while begins to diminish. Because if you're building that online presence, you're building that awareness and authority online, people will eventually start to come towards you. You can show your value. Same with a podcast, right? Not everyone needs a podcast. I'll do an episode in the future about whether I think you should start a podcast. Because some people, I would think they should, some people definitely not. And it comes back down to that 80-20 rule. So for me, I'm definitely gonna continue with the podcasting. Those are my two platforms, LinkedIn and podcasting. That's where we get most of our traction, almost all of our traction. I would stop the in-person networking, probably. Probably test, test it out, like I said, we're reviewing this year, and I would definitely continue to A-B test everything. Never just start and stop. And then what would I start? Well, that's, that's something that I need to look into more. That's this time of year. What are the things that I can be looking for? So our strategy is already set in stone for what we're gonna do next year. To a certain extent, the basics are set. We know the campaigns we're gonna run. We know the differences we're gonna make. We know the clients we're gonna work with. There are definitely areas that we can start. You know, one of the things we just started really is using for the podcast, a proper studio space. When we have guests on, that was pivotal, pivotal to not only getting the bigger guests on, but also having those conversations in a different environment that allows perhaps to be um, a bit more personal, get a bit more information out of them. That's something we started in Q4. So for you, what could you start, stop and continue? Review your year, what has gone well this year, what has gone badly? Don't forget to ask yourself what has gone really badly this year, because there might be, there's definitely something. There's definitely something, you know. We can all highlight things that have gone badly in 2023. It's been a tough year for a lot of people. And it doesn't look like 2024 is gonna get any easier. Which is why we need to start looking at different ways of doing things. And we've got lots more content coming soon on things like why I think pain point marketing is starting to see to be on its way out. Why pure educational content is also on its way out. And what you've got to do is start to look at the right people. Follow the right people who are at the forefront of these industries. But don't be too impressioned. Don't be too impressioned. Don't become too impressionable to what they're doing. So you want to follow, understand, read between the lines, take action. Don't just levitate towards what they're doing and copy exactly because it will not work for you. 100% it will not work for you. So what I think is really important to summarize and to finish this, this episode, this quick episode on how I review my year, which I think is really simple and it's a, it's a way that you could definitely start to do it. At end of November, early December, every year is a great time to do this. Towards the end of Q4, do not start slowing down now. Start slowing down. Do not begin to slow down in your year. You know, people are in the, the spending mood this time of year. And I know macro uh, economics would show that this year, People aren't in a spending mood, but if they're gonna spend money, it'll be this time. It's actually Black Friday today. So today, tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, 
the most money will change hands in the year. It's a great time of year to be selling, but it's really important to understand that the differences in spending this time versus last year, this year versus last year, sorry, has been different and it will be different next year as the economies around the world, the different conflicts that are going on start to uh, take a toll. And obviously we've still got things like COVID going on, but I'm not bringing this episode down by talking about why it's hard. We know it's hard. We're looking back at this year to understand where it was hard and where it was maybe a little bit easier. So for now, before you start to look at your 2024 strategy, before you leave it as that's what I'm doing in January and onwards, really look back at this year. Understand what happened. Bearing in mind that Christmas last year, Christmas 2022, was when ChatGPT came out. It became free to the world. OpenAI released ChatGPT. And there was webinars being hosted all the time about how to use it. So all the strategy you thought you had for 2023 probably went out the window because you had to adapt and learn on the fly of what was going to work. So definitely look at what 2024 is going to bring you, understand what 2023 taught you, and then start to look at what you want to achieve in 2024. If you've had three clients in 2023, you're probably not going to have a thousand clients in 2024, but you might be able to have 30, you know, if you're lucky, 30. So try and make these little iterations, these little changes. It's a great time to be growing a business for sure. It's a great time to be looking at positive marketing, storytelling, and strategizing quarter to quarter. We've got loads of episodes coming up on this. We've got some great guests next week. Some really, really cool people recording on Monday twice that I think you'll be really, really interested in. I hope this was helpful. I hope uh, this mic that we're testing worked a little bit better than ones we've had in the past. Um, and if you've got any questions, do feel free to reach out to us and uh, you know ask anything you'd like about marketing, business strategy, or even just the podcast, how we've grown this podcast to thousands of listeners, how we're getting these incredible guests, and how we're distributing it in a way that is allowing us to get in front of the right people at the right time. Thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next one.